Hey, good afternoon, everyone. It is a very cold Thursday. I believe today is January 20th. And for two sisters in uh, the Eastern time zone, it is about 2.30 in the afternoon. And for our guest today, it's, from, don't, don't say anything, I believe it's 10.30 a.m. or so in Alaska time. So um, good afternoon, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0 with two sisters. You might see that Carol Sue obviously is not on again today um, and she does apologize. We're hoping that she's able to be back on tomorrow, but let's get into today's topic of conversation because we have an amazing guest today. Um, Christy Murray, welcome to the Two Sisters podcast on Trending Thursday. Day. Thank you so much, Janice. It's nice that we can make this work and um, I hope you're staying warm. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, you're so welcome. And yes, I am staying warm and I won't tell you about the blanket that I have on my lap, just kind of keeping me nice and snugly, bugly warm. And as a funny side note to everybody listening or viewing the podcast, as I, I mentioned, um, um, Christy um, is four hours behind us. She's in Alaska. So I said, uh, what is the temperature there today? And Christy, fill us in on the weather in Alaska. I said, it's pretty warm. It's 25 degrees. <laughs> it's a heat wave. <laughs> it's, a, it's a heat wave. And that is so funny because, um, you know, obviously today we're in the afternoon. Um, now it's bright, <laughs> excuse me, it's bright and sunny. Um, we've had a few doomy and gloomy, coldy, very cold, wet, damp days. So it's nice to see the sunshine. So I want to start out today's um, questioning aspect of it. Obviously, you know, with introducing you, you are first and foremost, a mom to two mm -hmm. young children and you are a veteran so we love our veterans and thank you so much uh, for your service to our country and for your family sacrifice um, that is no easy feat for anybody involved so we always want to take a moment to recognize that so thank you um, <laughs> I know that um, along with being a veteran in your journey, you've also gotten into functional medicine and functional nutrition. But as a sidebar to that, um, with so many, with so many women that um, have struggle with infertility. So if you could kind of guide us to your story, where you are now, and how all of that came about. Yeah, so um, if we can start about 16, 17 years ago, because um, my oldest is now 13 and it took us three years to conceive with him. Um, so approximately 16, 17 years started trying to get pregnant and it was, it was not happening as healthy as I perceived I was. Um, the only bad habit that me and my husband had, or still have, are we just like sweets. We like chocolate. We like sweets. And that's our, <laughs> that's our bad habit. Um, and so, yeah, so for a woman with regular monthly cycles, active, um, seemingly healthy, um, to not get pregnant right away is really disheartening. It's 
um, initially, you know, you're shocked and then you want to know why and then you keep trying to give it more time. But then as time drags on, I mean, definitely you want to start, you want to start looking for answers and you want to start doing something besides waiting. So I got into, um, I was not a nurse back then. Um, I was working um, in the field of social work, but I, I took it upon myself to start doing the, the research because um, being a medic in the military, I have some medical um, background. So, mm -hmm. and I think it also comes with being a veteran that, you know, being a, a female veteran, we have that strength inside us that we're just like, well, what can we do now? We can't just like sit here and wait. So doing the research, um, advocating for myself. Um, and I found that for a woman suffering through infertility to be alone, not really having the guidance or any resource, it's, it's very difficult. It's, it takes a toll mentally, physically, and emotionally, even financially, because back then, there's a lot of the services that are offered now, whether it's in, for infertility or not, are not covered by insurance. Um, so my first stop was seeing a naturopath. Well, actually, she was my second stop. My first stop was my um, my gynecologist. And Western medicine is great and it's awesome. Um, of course, I had all the diagnostics, and then I was told to, you know, to wait and keep trying. Um, but for me, that was not enough. I I felt like there was something I should be doing for myself that I could be doing to get my body healthy in anticipation for whatever treatment I decided in after that. So I, I went and saw a naturopath and, and she was amazing. She took my, my history, like starting from childhood and then the military experience. And when she found out about that, she said a lot of her patients um, have a uh, heavy load of heavy metals and they all point to um, being in the military so for me that was the start and I was like okay there's some other things that's happening besides mm -hmm. um, what I'm being told so she she ran um, a heavy metal um, panel and like yeah lo and behold I was like off the charts with lead wow Yes, and that's just one of them. I think aluminum was high too. And um, yeah, but those are the two that stand out right now. <laughs> wow. So your background, obviously, as you said, to want to know more led you on that path to visit the natural path. Mm -hmm. and, and I find it very, <laughs> very interesting that a lot of women who've been, please correct me if I'm wrong, been in the military in your situation, for some reason, they have heavy metals in their bloodstream. Am I understanding that correctly? That's what I was told by, by this naturopath. She said most of her patients, um, she didn't say all, she said most of them that have military background have some, some form of um, like heavy burden of heavy metals. So that was for me the start of like me realizing that well maybe I do have toxins in my body maybe I do have you know all these things that need to be need to be taken out um, or removed and maybe this could be the cause of um, like what's preventing me to to gain optimum fertility because when you do look at um, fertility you don't just it's not just a one piece 
it's you know there's a lot of factors that um that really that contribute to it and being pregnant it, it's a miracle because everything has to work right and one portion that doesn't work right it pretty much like throws a lot of things off wow so a big question that i have is how do all those how did all those heavy metals get into your bloodstream is there a reason or a rhyme to that don't know to this point i still wonder how <laughs> how i how i got it I, I keep doing the research um i one of the things that i found um because of lead is like comes from gasoline especially jet fuel um and one of the the reasons or I mean, I was deployed somewhere and we were, we were using jet fuel to fuel our vehicles. So, I mean, it could be, it, who knows at this point, right? I mean, it could be like way even farther back then. It could be like somewhere else. We, we just couldn't find the cause. Um, and at that point, I just wanted it. I just wanted to get healthy. So I chose to move forward and um, do the treatment that was recommended for me and got out of my system. Wow. So now you're at that point and like you, your face just lit up by the way. Thanks. And, and I know that there is like, obviously there's a sidebar kind of story going into that. I, I am sure um, because at least that gave you, I would imagine some hope and an outlook. Okay. Yes. Now I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. What do I do about it? So what was the protocol that your physician had you follow? Um, well, for that kind of um, treatment, I um, the treatment was called chelation. So I would take um, some pills that would loosen up the heavy metals in my system. I would in their specific time frame that I would take it, and then you know, of course, I drink a lot of water, and then I show up to their clinic, and um, I would get a, pretty much an IV infusion. Um, whatever mixture was in, in that bag. It was like two to three times a week. Um, and then so many weeks of that or months, I should say. Um, and that's when, you know, I got it all out of my systems, so loosening it, it up and then like pretty much excreting it after using um, some um, mixture to push it out of my system. Wow. Um, was that treatment or the treatment that you went through um did it make you sick like were there side effects to this kind of treatment no it didn't make me sick it was um i mean really what was I shouldn't say not even ramification what was um <laughs> what was painful <laughs> for that was because it was not covered by insurance i was paying everything out of pocket and Ooh. then of course i was taking time off from work you know, like showing up there and then you know, sitting there for an hour and getting getting that. Um, but yeah, I did not I did not have any side effects and the protocols might have changed um, for that because I had found some things. But yeah, but for me, I didn't have any side effects. Wow. And was how long was that treatment? Like, is there a certain amount that you should do? Yeah, I want to say at least three months for me back then. Um, it's maybe once or gosh this is 17 years ago i may have started um <laughs> with like twice a week and then 
eventually got down to once a week until everything was done and then we got retested again and then after my levels went down she was like okay you know we're done with with this we've addressed this part of it mm -hmm. and for me I mean like you said my face lit up because it gave me hope that it was not just like watch and wait and sit there watch and wait until it happens for me there are answers that you know and it, it opened my eyes to this whole new whole new side of medicine that okay mm -hmm. there's a holistic side of things that we should be addressing that's not being addressed it's it's more like you have to look for it and then when you find it and and i'm not shunning western medicine because i'm western medicine trained mm -hmm. um, it's it's really the combination of both it's it's understanding how both um how both work and it's really about helping the person get healthy and in my case optimizing my body for fertility um yeah that was that was the start for me so then i you know i started looking more into diet and then what other things i can do so now that i know the reality of having toxins in your body and how it can affect you um then okay what else am i putting in my body like you asked how it got there who knows <laughs> right mm -hmm. um so moving forward what are things that i'm doing right now that's you know, what other chemicals am I putting in my system that's affecting my health? Right, you know, and I can imagine, you know, going, well, not that I can imagine going through that certain scenario, but I imagine that once you get in that realm, okay, you had this problem, you found out what the problem was, you went through a certain protocol, and now it's like, okay, what are the different things that I'm doing? What are the, maybe the skin lotions that I'm using that may be harmful or, you know, any type of product that necessarily is not good for you. And that obviously led you on a path to the functional nutrition and medicine aspect of it. Um, and I know that you also have a, <laughs> excuse me, a master's in nursing. I'm like, yes. Wow, like, oh, wow, that, that's quite a, um, quite a resume. Where did you get your schooling, if you don't mind me asking? So for my bachelor's nursing, I, I got here in Alaska, and then um, my master's I, um, at Simmons University in Boston. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm trained in, in both, in functional medicine, it's a lot of, um, like Western medicine trained doctors or providers are really getting this extra training in functional medicine because it's it's really going to the root cause of things. It's not, you know, here's a pill and here's a band-aid kind of thing. Let's go, let's dive deeper. Why are you not sleeping? Why can't you sleep? What are your habits? What are you eating? And you know, what's your environment? Or what is it in your system that's not allowing you to process specific um um, or like not allowing you to metabolize specific minerals or vitamins, which can in turn affect you know everything else. It's this whole cascade of things, and 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 I feel like it's it's a great um, it's a great part of medicine to really to look at, and because like as a person becomes more aware of their environment and what they're using, it's the road to being it's a road to wellness. It's not. Like you're waiting until you're sick and then you go get help. Um, sure, you will get help, 
but then after you've been treated, you know, you don't go back to the habits that made you sick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's a lot of what my sister and I talk uh, about on the podcast is, you know, obviously wellness through fitness and nutrition, and it's not so much just treating the symptoms, it's really addressing the root cause. Um, for instance, I was having a discussion the other day uh, <laughs> with someone and they had mentioned at one point that they had wanted to um, get the um, the gastric bypass. And mm-hmm. I've known so many people personally and through my professional life with also being a health coach that if it's almost like it's a quick fix. Mm-hmm. But if you're if they're not dealing with the problems that got them there in the first place, those problems are still there mm-hmm. after they have that. And, and I just, when I hear somebody going through that, it, in a way it really breaks my heart because it's like such a drastic measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure for your experience too, as a health coach, I mean, you can teach all kinds of strategies and you can hold people's hands through everything, but until they go down to their mindset and the reason why they're stuck into what's making them unhealthy, it's really, you're, they're going back to square one when, you're, when they're done coaching with you. Right, exactly. And I've heard a lot of people say too, um, you know, oh, my numbers are great. And I'm like, okay, well, your numbers are great, but if you're, if you're, taking a and don't and i'm not knocking western medicine by any means but if you're always a take taking a pill for something that can be addressed by just through changing your diet around changing um your mindset to kind of incorporate better things to substitute versus always taking that pill that's just kind of my take on that and that's another thing that breaks my heart like why um, why, why do people put themselves through that? And one thing that you touched upon was mindset. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's, I think the mindset is that, okay, if I take one of the mindset is, you know, we take this pill and then it'll be better. So, okay. Maybe it will, it will, um, help your numbers trend to where they're supposed to be. But like you said, are you just wanting to be dependent on that specific medication? Um, so like as advocates for ourselves, um, it would behoove an individual to, you know, to start asking how long do I take this and what other things I can do to maybe lessen this dosing or even get off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) No, no, go ahead, please. A friend of mine, um, she's on, she's on blood pressure, um, medication and she's like, you know, I just worry because like what happens if, if there comes a time that we, there's no supply of blood pressure medications or it's not mailed, like what's happening right now, right? The mail system is everything's late or what if like things stop getting manufactured and she doesn't have blood pressure meds. So she worries about that. So now she's like, can you tell me like, if you have any other, any tricks in your system, you know, in your pocket, tell me what I can do to address my blood pressure without 
taking medication, you know, I'm all for it. Right. And she brings up something very critical there, I think, too, um, especially with everything going on today, you know, will it get there on time? And, you know, I can't even imagine from a standpoint um, how nerve wracking that may be to people who depend on, you know, different things like that. Um, and that's certainly, wow, that's a, a subject that we really could dive into. Um, I want to go back to um, our conversation about the, the Western versus Eastern, because I think that's so important. Um, I'm, a for, I'm also a former licensed massage therapist, and I learned so much about Western medicine, I'm sorry, Eastern medicine through going through um, all that training, then of course being a health coach and whatnot. And I'm always amazed at the simplicity of Eastern medicine versus Western, meaning for instance, um, I found out in my early 50s, well, mid 50s, I should say, um, that I have a non-celiac, that I have a gluten sensitivity. It's a non-celiac gluten sensitivity. And I was getting um, gallbladder attacks for that. So the neck, through all that testing, my doctor wanted to send me to a surgeon to have my gallbladder taken out. And I'm like, I don't think so. If this is something that I can control through what I eat, through what I put in my body. Let me try that route first versus, oh yeah, let me go have my gallbladder out. But I don't think a lot of people, it's not that they don't know. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's that they're not asking the right questions because they don't know how to ask those questions. Yes. Yes, I agree. I think it's, you know, it's like part of, um, just being empowered and it's okay to ask questions because it is your body. Mm -hmm. um, and I get, there's, I guess a good way to look at things is the progression of the questions that, you know, that you're asking. If, if someone recommends something, one might start with, okay, do I take it? Do I take that forever? Or is this permanent? Um, and of course, the recommendation comes, and it's really a good one. A one really good question is: Is there anything else? Are there, what are my other options? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then once you ask that question, then um, you know because it's it's real, it's a partnership. When you see someone, whether it's Western or Eastern medicine, it's a partnership. You're responsible for your body, and they're responsible in giving you the information to, to help you um, make um, better informed decision for yourself, because it is, it's your health. Um, and like you said, it's good that you asked like, well, you know, can I do something else before you, you take that organ out? Mm -hmm. And then after it's get it gets taken out, there's other side effects as well. So then you look at the after, so you ask questions leading up to what's recommended and then what happens after that is really important. Right, exactly. And, you know, I think a word of advice and 
you know, and I, and I always say this a lot when I, when I feel, um, this is an opinion. I am not a medical doctor. I cannot give you advice. I want to be very clear on that, but, you know, be open-minded enough to ask those really, um, important questions to your, uh, physician because it It is that important. Um, it's important to be in the know and to be in the know, it's kind of like, you've got to take the lead. Like, oh. and if you don't know, I mean, now, of course, you know, you can look up anything in two seconds, right? And let's be real, you may get great information, you might get terrible information. So it's okay to dig around and see what you find. But, and if you find something that is noteworthy to, you know, maybe keep a log of it. And when you have that appointment with your healthcare provider, um, you know, to talk with them, have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about what you found and what you think may work for you. And I think that's where um, the creativity of having that conversation where the feedback I'm sure it would be um, a very advantageous to anyone going through something like that. Yes, definitely. Um, so what, um, like you said, anyone can look up anything and you know, of course you write your questions. Um, one, one thing I found, um, how should I word this? I think it would, I'm gonna stay on the positive side of, side of things. Um, <laughs> one thing I found that would, um, really be a good um like way to have a conversation is if you focus on on you if you if because it's your appointment with whoever you're seeing um you know you could say I, I feel this and would this pertain to me or could it be this instead of saying well so and so in my facebook group said they have this <laughs> or a lot of women you know mm -hmm. have this well what is that and i mean because you have to remember people in, in, in groups, they, it's more, it's, um, it's not a commiserating group. It's, it's a support group. You know, people share their own experiences and, and you may pick up, you know, here and there, but just remember their experiences are different than yours and your relationship with your provider is different. And it's, you can't really just like ask for what they're getting because you're different. Right. And then, you know, and I think to keep in mind and keep in perspective, it's not a one size fits mm -hmm. all, not when it comes to your wellness. Um, th this has been such a great conversation. Um, Christy, where can our um, viewers and listeners get a hold of you? Um, so, yeah, they can actually, I have a, um, a free download for everyone. Um, it's Fertility Boosting Foods, if you go to um, fertilityboostingfoods.com, and even if you're not trying to get pregnant, um, like part of my work in helping women get healthy, whether they're getting pregnant or not, is really like making sure you're eating properly and that you're eating the right kind of food. Um, and this, if you go to that site, you get um, a free document and it focuses on the three systems that will help you focus on um, what you should concentrate on instead of, you know, doing all your research here and there. Um, 
you can you can still do that and then add to the document that, <laughs> that I will provide for you. But I think it's a good start. Um, and then you get on my list that way. Um, and then we can like keep in touch. I can send you updates. And if you want to work with me, um, you know, it's as simple as replying to one of my emails when you get that download. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. And I know that our uh, many viewers and listeners will definitely look at that. Um, I want to thank you so much um, for your time today in sharing with us a little glimpse into what you do. Wellness Ways, um, as we know, and uh, as I've said previously, it's not a one size fits, fits all and be okay to ask those questions. And if you don't know how to ask those questions, work with a great healthcare provider, um, whether it be with Christy, I mean, what better way to connect with somebody whose um, weather pattern is strategically not the best. And here we are complaining that it's 25 and we're freezing our butts off. And Christy's, you know, in Alaska, it's 25 degrees and they feel they're having a heat wave. So God bless you. Thank you so much for being on today. It was our pleasure. I wanted to say too, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a team effort and you're part of that team. So if, if you are not getting what you need from one person or one type of specialty, there's, there's other members and you need a specific hub that knows you. So when you do get all these information from different sources and different specialties, you have one person that you know, you're able to run things by because it is individualized and it's you. We're not talking about you know, like the other groups. <laughs> it's it's for you and you're you're an advocate because it's your health i love that thank you so much for sharing and we hope to have you on again soon and hopefully you'll be able to meet carol sue at some point and on that note i want to thank our viewers and listeners of two sisters and for having christy on today it's been an amazing conversation we will make sure that um your information obviously gets in the show notes and Folks, we will see you tomorrow morning on Two Sisters, hopefully with Two Sisters um, at 8 a.m. I think thereabouts. But anyways, have a great day today. It's Trending Thursday. And remember, trending is not about being the trendsetter. Maybe maybe it's about you creating the, the your own trend to create a different type of uh, ripple effect. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I hope you have a great afternoon. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone.